episode 267. Thank you all for listening to episode 266, A New Day for Cody. I am Montes T. Baggins here with my co-hosts. Baby Bear Cub. Uncle Jack Bryant. Parrot's not here. Show me oh, your did. hands, Uncle Jack. Yeah. <laughs> you remember, uh, you ever see that, that meme about um, punctuation? Helping your Uncle Jack off a horse versus <laughs> helping your Uncle Jack off a horse. Think of that in the punctuation where that comma needs to be. That's, that's why it's uh, key to go to school, kids. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, yeah, well, stay in school, pay the teacher. That's right. Yeah, we. I think we decided that uh, episode uh, 300 is going to be episode 300, Pod Beats Patty Boggs 3. Parrot work. <laughs> I think is what we parrot work. Might be that. Okay. <laughs> parrot Sorry, spell it. So that's it. Or it could be parrot mittens. <laughs> <laughs> now we'd still hear him roaming around. <laughs> parrot mittens for his damn wings. Uh, and we'll spell it just like M I T T O N S. <laughs> that might have tons. Damn. All right. Thanks to Wes Anderson for moments of time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Songs by Wes. Thanks to All Work Clothing, first and primary sponsor, Overline Sports Podcast. We got to thank Brandon, all he does. Got us these badass hoodies that Cody still hasn't got from me yet, still at the house. Cody's going to have to get it soon. We're going to have to arrange a meetup and a deal down to get him his hoodie. I know by Barry, the time he gets them, it's going to be 70 degrees outside. So you don't even need them. Yeah. Barry, you got yours, right? Did you, yeah. get it to, you give it to my twin? Yep. He got it. He's rocking it down in uh, – well, I don't know if he's rocking it exactly, but he's down in Daytona Beach, Bike Week. Bike Week. So I was about he to say took, he's he took it down there. there. Did he take his dress with him? I don't think so. I don't think he wore that. Oh, those are man. bad memories for him. Yes, those are. Those are bad, bad memories last for all of us. Memories. Well, that yeah, once that strap broke. Who, who's the uh, – who, <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Who's, saw, who's, some, saw some dude titty. Who, who's wearing it this year? forgot who finished last. Oh, Joe. Yeah. Yep. Joe did. Oh, well. As long as he's staying. Sorry, Joe. That's right. Um but, yeah, Brandon can help you out. Clothing needs, whatever you need, get in touch with them, allworkclothing.com. Thanks to Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give them a call, 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. Phoenix, Arizona. There we go. That's where the race is this weekend. Mm-hmm. Sean, currently, uh, he picked up my mower for me, working on my mower. He said he doesn't do it for people, just some special customers, so you're welcome. And maybe if you're a listener of this show and you need help, he might fix your mower for you, and he'll pick it up. Hell, he'll even deliver it back. That's what he's doing for me. And don't forget, it is now time to get ready and have your schedule for landscaping needs or for your lawn mowing needs. Anything you need, get in touch with Sean Crandall's Quality Landscaping, 419-704-5471. Last but not least, Connell Barrett, DannyTransformation.com. If you haven't yet gotten that pre-order for Connell's book, Dating sucks, but you don't. You need to do that because you're late. You're way late. But 
the good thing is it don't come out till May. So you still got time to get a pre-order, still got time to get it. Um, you know, the plan is to make that thing sell out. So keep pushing, tell your friends about it, get it. If you haven't make sure you do the pre-order. If you've done all that already, then you might as well go to datingtransformation.com, reach out to them, get that consultation. Vaccines are coming out, man. We're here. Everyone's going to have it by the end of May, which means summer, everyone's going to be back out at the bars. No better time to get that confidence boosted and reach out to Connell Bear at datingtransformation.com because everyone's going to be ready to find something once this pandemic is officially done. So make sure you reach out to Connell Bear at datingtransformation.com. So if, if you have people that are 50 and over, if you're 50 and over and live in Ohio, you can get the vaccine starting today, Thursday, as you're listening to this show. Get that scheduled. You can get in there. My old man just got his on Tuesday, his first one. Father-in-law got his second one today. My uncle got his first one today. I'll see him this weekend. I'll be in old Texas where the mask mandate has been lifted today on the 10th, Wednesday the 10th. It was lifted. And so I'll be there this weekend with uh, basically no mask worries taking mine with me just in case, but uh, they lifted all that stuff. So we'll see how it goes. Like you said, man, vaccines are pouring out. Johnson and Johnson's ready to go. Give me that one, one and done over. And it'll be great. Everybody can get back to normal or whatever the new normal is going to be. It's going to be fun. If you take it, you do, you don't, you don't, whatever. I'm not judging you. I don't care. I'm not going to see, I don't care to see your card. You got vaccinated as a kid. This vaccination ain't going to hurt you. Just go get it. Right. You won't need that mask down in Texas. They don't even have any power. They don't have any power. I think that was Still fixed like two Yeah, I think that ago. was fixed a while ago. Now it's like 80 <laughs> degrees. Uh, say the Jerry uh, cut the check then. Yeah, yeah, he got the check to Dak. 66 <laughs> mil signing. Yeah. And then they Jerry, tacked Jerry, Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones could have uh, gave everybody power and everyone would still hate him. Yeah, this is true. Might as well just keep your money at that point. Be like Mr. Burns. The money he got from that power ended up paying Dak. So I mean, excellent. Hey, got the deal done. Got the deal done. And then they tagged him, but that's what they wanted after that. I mean, that's what Dak and his agent wanted to get tagged because then they all the shit that happens on the back end, crazy. He's good. He got money. He'll get more too. Oh yeah, hell yeah, he will. So uh, the other thing, like we were talking about this. Looking forward to episode 300 because it sounds like four of the grown-ups, the original four, are going to be on with us. Sounds like we're going to have Clay, Jason, Ryan, and Brandon. So it'll be good for us. And then we talked about what I told them is we got to look at it this way. So this is Parrot we know is fourth. So between the three of us, like right now, I would say, you know, with sports and wrestling, Barry, you're number one currently. Cody's two, I'm three. But when we add into the mix pop culture – how do we rate ourselves? Because this is how we got to end up pairing up with them. Um, well, I have zero idea on all the the comics, the Marvels, the DCs, all that shit. So that is well, music. Well, that's like, out of my realm. I mean, yes, some of it, but it's not name your tune. It's not name the tune. You know, if it was yeah, that, yeah. I could, I'd be a little bit better. But yeah, I don't know. I I'm definitely not up there for that. I can tell you that you're yeah, you're definitely that. ahead of me. I don't know about Cody and his. Yeah, uh, what about you, Cody? Uh-uh. I don't watch any. I don't read any comics. I don't watch any Hollywood <laughs> movies. I don't listen to too much pop music. 
so you're okay so we'll, <laughs> which is what i thought so we basically <laughs> cody we basically <laughs> okay so you're basically three which I was back and forth. I said, when I throw in pop culture, because that's what that Jeopardy crossover is, we basically put me, vault me to one. And then, um, so I get stuck with Jason on their show. Shiv would be their one when in terms of wrestling and sports. And uh, so he gets Jake. (laughs) Poor guy. And then it basically comes down to what they say with Brandon and Clay, because Brandon might be two, which would put, uh, Cody and Brandon together, but when we first originally said it, we thought it would be Brandon and Bear and Clay and Cody, which either way, like Clay, Brandon said yesterday, Clay carried him in the Jeopardy. They had their Jeopardy yesterday. Uh, it was some good stuff, some surprises. You know, the mystery guest showed up. I won't ruin anything for their when their episode comes out, but check that out when it comes out. I hosted Jeopardy for them. Jeremy put it on for them, did all the questions as usual. Thanks, Jeremy. They appreciated it a lot. It was a fun fun jeopardy they had three teams each team had two and it was just fun to do so check that out when that comes out in the next uh probably in the next couple weeks they the one i will i will ruin something the one category that stomped the shit out of them which was fun to listen to was of course the math (laughs) and and then i brought up how anybody yeah i brought up how parrot and his partner um came up with the answer 72 and pissed me off at the last one who, who was his partner oh jeff and it pissed me off that they got 72 because we got 72 but we knew it was the right answer like charlie conway's number multiplied by this subtracting that and i'm like oh good 72 and then i asked i turned to parrot when he also said 72 i'm like where the fuck did you get 72? He's like, Charlie Conway's number 34. I'm like, completely wrong. And I was so angry at him. Oh, fucking parrot. Parrot for you. Parrot mittens. The uh, some bitch. Oh, he's going to be doing parrot work. That's right. <laughs> the uh, But anyway, so check him out. And then the last one we didn't, we got to thank, uh, of course. I, for, I always forget about this, but Sparty Steve, he uh, he's our been basically our biggest donor he's uh, our biggest sponsor in terms of financial contribution he's sponsored our food for episode 100 200 provided the venues um he's this year even though we have to switch venues he's paying for the venue and he's also providing the food again so we got to thank him for that sparty steve a big supporter of the show he's our what would he be he would be he'd be our jerry jones (laughs) If we're back, he's don't, put our in, don't put him in that but. yeah you're right so he's like our who's a big donor i don't know like warren buffett there we go yeah jeff bezos he donated 10 billion dollars last year he donated half of his money to his half, wife that's what i said half his money ex-wife. to his ex-wife who's now remarried to a science teacher hey good for that science teacher yeah right like i'm retired She's probably, like, she's probably like, you ain't touching that money. Oh, yeah. He obviously read the book. Yeah. Dating sucks, <laughs> but you don't. He got it on pre-order, too. His ex-wife had special access because she had half the money from Amazon. He must have right. had it early to get that. Think about that. You could get a you could get the eighth richest woman in the world right there. Or is she the eighth richest person in the world? Or eighth the eighth richest, richest woman? person. Richest Perfect. woman. I don't think she was richest. I think she was second. Really? Who's the richest woman? 
Oh, I don't know. Oprah, ain't it? Oh, Oprah. yeah. Oprah winning for Save Me? Oprah winning for... No, it's definitely not Oprah. She's not worth fucking... She's not worth $80 billion. I don't uh, know. Hell, I, don't know. I think uh, old Mackenzie sure. only got like... Mackenzie's third. $54 billion. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't think she got $80 billion. Oh, here you go. Alice Walton. That makes sense. $68 billion. Oh. And then uh, number one, though, is Francois Betancourt. Myers and Family. $71.4 billion. So it's L'Oreal. It's the L'Oreal and Betancourt Myers family. Jesus. L'Oreal's worth $71 billion? Well, they merged with the Betancourt Myers, yeah. That is nuts. Should have invented shampoo. Oh. But Bear, take it away, man. What happened to PGA last week? Um, so last week was the uh, the DeChambeau slam, pretty much. Um, he ended up winning the Arnold Palmer. Had um, had an absolutely dominating. Uh, I, I wouldn't say dominating Sunday. Played well on Sunday. No one really dominated Sunday because the wind. It was tough, but I mean, dude just smacked the shit out of the ball on six. Um, he drove. He could have drove the green both days, went a little bit right of it, but, I mean, had a 340-yard carry both days, which is absolutely insane. Um, made it interesting on the 18th. Had, a had like, an easy easy two-putt to uh, to win it and uh, ran the first one by. It was like um, he had about a 25-foot putt and ran it by about five feet, so had a nice little tester coming back that he had to make to uh, win, which he did up the hill. So he ended up winning uh, Bay Hill for the first time. So good for Bryson. Had a good – I think he beat uh, – he ended up beating Lee Westwood, who kind of came from nowhere. Lee shows up, seems like, in the majors for one round, and that's about it. Yep. But it was a pretty good week. Um, you know, good week of golf, tough tough course. It's always a tough course. And then when it gets windy there, it makes it even harder, which it was the last two days. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was it was a great tournament. And not, not surprised to see – to see Bryson win it with his power, he can overpower those courses, and and that's what he did. Now this week, on the other hand, not so much. Uh, the players is not an overpowering course. It's a it's a thinking and finesse course. You know, this is the quote unquote fifth major. Um, they didn't play last year because of COVID. This was the first tournament that they missed last year once COVID kicked up. Didn't so they, well, didn't they didn't they still give the win to Matsuyama after round one? No, they just they just played the first round and that was it. I gave myself the win because I picked them that week. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> I I, I forgot it. all about that, dude. That's been a year. That's crazy. Yeah, the one the one week I picked him, he uh, shoots eight under, leading by three on the first day. And, oh, and then they over. canceled the tournament because we said the if they if they said if they called it, we would have gave it to you, gave you the win. I remember that. Yep. You didn't need it though. You still ended up winning. Yeah. Oh well. But yeah, old uh, old Masuyama has a good um, good track record at the course too. So yeah, he does. He wouldn't be a bad pick this week for anyone who uh, hasn't picked him. I'm not. But yeah. Um. So they obviously canceled after the first round last year. So Rory McIlroy is still a defending champ from 2019. Um. And again, it should be. It's a it's a star studded tournament. It always is. Um, missing Brooks Kepka this this year though. He withdrew. 
um, because of a knee injury. So hopefully he's good for the Masters to come back um, for that here in about a month, which is my guess is what he'll end up doing, which is why he dropped out of this tournament. So drops one big name off the top. But um, again, still should be a good week. It's going to be a fun week. This is one of the one of the best courses, the the most visually astounding courses you're going to see, and obviously has the uh, 17th green there, which is probably the most famous hole in golf, if not par three. So it'll be an exciting week, no doubt about it. Um, but I'm I'm third in golf, so I'm well, going to make my pick first. Well, I was going to tell you, um, the did you see that shit about Bryson? What he said that how he would get to 18 was go like shoot long into nine and then cross yeah, over 18. So then they're going to put an out of bounds there. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's just, that's just stupid. Like do that, you know, a week or whatever, you know, don't, don't do it two days before the tournament starts. That's, that's that the PGA I think is normally pretty good, but it's stuff like this that makes them look weak. Like if he wants to do it, let him do it. Like that's the point of a golf course. The point of a golf course is to find the best way. So if there are out of bounds stakes there, you can use whatever you need to use to play the course. Like that's how that works. That's how golf works. If there's no, you know, people do that. So that's what PGA, said to me. Yeah, exactly. for the PGA to do it, it's just a two. You know, two days before the tournament is stupid. That's all. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. I like when we play crosswinds. Um, like there's a par there's a par five that uh, you have to go over a pond you know, like go over a pond, you can either go to the right side of it, you know, the right side of it's the fairway, you can go straight over it. If you can clear it, you know, you got to clear like 240, 250, depending on which part, like the further left you go, obviously, you got to clear more distance. And or you can go to the left of it, the left of it of the pond, and you're almost right next to the fairway on five that's coming back, you know, and and he tried to tell me he's like, dude, that's out of bounds. I'm like, you see a fucking stake? It ain't out of bounds. So I went there when in the fall, I usually go that way because I can clear the trees and I can see the green, but in the, but it's a, it, depending on how we play it, it's a short par five and I can usually get there in two anyway, no matter which way I go. So I'm just not worried. That's why I told him, I said, dude, I'm not worried about it. And, uh, and I was going to tell you too. So this year I decided I'm going to be i I'm going to be a wine box you know, a box of the boxed wine golf club member and joined crosswinds. It was 500 bucks. So I was like, done, you know, it's just greens fees. I still got to pay for carts if I want them, but I'm like, I'll take my boxed wine course. Cause I know, um, Brandon was going to do it too. And he and I can golf the same times and it's just fun to go with him. So I was like, dude, let's just do it this year. It's cheap. Get it done. Paid it on the credit card, of course, get my cash back. And, uh, and then, next year if it's if we can still do it on certain times you know look at joining because we were trying to look at brandy wine and brandy wine never got back to us because i was like dude i could go to the pool i could go to the fitness center i can go golf and then they never got back to me so i'm like well fuck you guys and i know you told me the, the country club where you're yeah, at same thing i don't think brandy wine is uh i don't know what they're doing with that obviously since they're semi-private or whatever the hell they are I'm yeah not sure exactly exactly what they're what they're doing with all that but I don't know. is your semi-private or private no it's private yeah yeah it's not no public you gotta know someone to know someone to know someone i like classy. that that's that's crosswind that's why i said i'm uh i'm wine a boxed wine classy it's like a <laughs> can of wine that's like a rum ham that's really what that is it's not even boxed rum wine. ham <laughs> 
or rum ham. <laughs> hey man, it's a, it's perfect for me. That's uh go out there. But I told him, I said, we're going to have to do something different this year. So what we're going to do when they're, cause like, uh, Brandon won't, will never beat me and Jake's never beat me. But, uh, so I said out there, I said, one of these days, like Brandon will let him play the whites and Jake will play the blues and I'll play the blacks. And I said, we'll see how it goes. That'll level it level the playing field. Like if I play from the blacks on that par five, I can't go over the pond. It's over, it's 300 yards. Can't clear it. I don't have Bryson. So I'm like, that could be an advantage for them. Shit like that. Or yep. like when you're playing a 130, you know, par three, I might have to play at 180, 190. Yeah, Changes the game. Yep. That's exactly what it's all there for too. Yeah. And that's why I told them we'll do that. And I said, we'll just fuck around. We'll play from the whites one week. We'll play from the blues another. And then, so we have variation. Then like, we'll play like par, par threes from the, the blacks, par fours from the blues, par fives from the white, you know, just switch everything up. So we have some variation. Cause as you know, depending on the course you play, even crosswinds, like, the further back you play the different tees, they actually change up the course, believe it or not, out there. There's still no goddamn sand traps, though, which is stupid, but <laughs> which makes no sense. I didn't even notice it. I told you that until Brandon told me last year. He's like, dude, there's no sand here. I'm like, what? <laughs> and I'm just like, look around. I'm like, shit. And then we played we played Stone Ridge over the weekend. And um, there's a ton of sand there, as you know. Ton of sand, ton of water. Brandon still has never hit out of the sand in his life. He never hit it into the sand trap. That first day he's going to do that. He's going to rue that. Oh, God. That's why I said, dude, you want that practice. But I, I give it to Parrot. He did have an eagle that day. Got an eagle on a par five. I birdied the first two par fives and ended up – I ended up winning by like nine or ten strokes, which is fine. But uh, I was shot. Dude, Parrot, when he had my driver, he was using my new one, bombing, like straight bombing. I was like, God, I watched him hit a drive 315, like on a fly. I'm like, cheat or on the fly with a little bit of bounce. I'm like, my God, if he could just hit everything else. <laughs> he could have shown up in a scramble. I would have, I would have seen that. Yeah. Right. That <laughs> right. Well, hopefully uh, this year, if we get a scramble again, he'll be able to do it. I hope he does because if we play a decent course, we could do pretty well. I mean, I, I had him and Brandon and me and Dan, and we won the one tournament last year mm-hmm. at at uh 13 14 let's speak of the devil devil oh audio's turning on parrot mittens what's up parrot mittens has flown to the coop i just uh was telling them how you had an eagle over the weekend and you were fucking bombing with my driver that was your old driver bro or that was the old you're right it was my old driver he was bombing with that so i bear and i we were just saying that hopefully you show up when we play in a golf outing this year Hey, I showed up in Lima, just not at FT. Well, that's what I that's what I was telling him. I was like, we won in Lima because Jake showed up there. Uh, but anyway, back to this. So, Players Championship, uh, me and Parrot are separated by six points and Bear another three. So, nine points separates the three of us. Cody's not far behind either. Cody, you're 390 and I'm at 354, so you're 36 out and uh, Brandon's way out. He's 460. So... Uh, this week, I guess I got to pick first. I am taking a guy who, by the way, is uh, he's finished 14th, 2nd, 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 4th, 31st in all the several tournaments. One, two, three, four, five, six. Last six tournaments, his worst finish is 31st. Knock on wood. He can get back to that top 10. He's playing hot. 
And I just realized, I did not realize he's only 31 years old, which is crazy to me. I thought the motherfucker was like 50. And, uh, but give me Tony Finau. It's not a bad pick. Not a bad pick at all. Parrot, I think he gets across the finish line this time. Yeah, give me a. I think I'm going to go with Speed this week. Sleeper. He's due for one. He just. He He just can't put it. He just hasn't put it all together yet. He just. He had a chance at Bay Hill and he. he let himself down. I mean, he started off birdie ace on Saturday <laughs> and still only shot, I think, 68. So, yeah. Who else had a hole in one over the weekend? Didn't somebody else? Uh, yeah. Jazz Jednata Wada Wada. Oh, nice. It's really long last name. Yeah. There's two of them. Uh, actually, no, I think there was three. I think there were three hole in ones. Jesus. Sunday, one on Saturday. Um, what, what do you got, sir? I got Fleet, Tommy Fleetwood this week. He's been playing. He's been playing some good golf the last couple of weeks, and the last two times, the last two years they've played here, he's been top ten. So, Tommy, for whatever reason, has been so close winning in the states, but just can't do it. So, I think this is going to be the breakthrough week. And uh, what do we got from Cody? Um, go Dustin Johnson. DJ. And then our friend has picked his champion of the year. He's using him now, Justin Thomas, to win. Yeah, I don't know. He's been in some shit lately. Grandpa died, and he's close with Tiger, so that whole accident all happened within a week and a half of each other, and he's just kind of been playing shitty. So hopefully he can get back this week and put all that behind him, but he has not been playing well lately. Maybe that's what, uh, maybe that's what he's thinking, you know? I think he's just had a lot on his mind the last few weeks. And then the whole – when he dropped the F-bomb on the golf course of uh, – Oh, the, yeah, the not the F-bomb yeah, you're the thinking slur. of, the other F-bomb. Yeah, yeah the gay slur. I, I mean, all of that happened literally within three to four weeks of each other. So, I think there's a lot. So, hopefully he's uh, – he didn't play Bay Hill this week, this last week. So, clear his mind and, and get him back out there and – uh, get him, you know, get him on the course and do what he does best. All right. And then um, we'll see what happens. So on to NASCAR. Uh, last week, Kyle Larson, man, that mile and a half try, he dominates those mile and a half. People forget that. He had, what, nine second-place finishes until last week when he won, and he dominated. Uh, so he is potentially in the playoffs. Like you said, Bear, we got four different winners. Still got 22 races to go, and the top 16 get in. So if we get 17, 18 winners, one of them is going to be out. But I yeah. don't think Larson's one of them. I think Larson's going to win at the end of the month. Hell, he could even win this week. He races this track tough, too. Yeah, Larson here is, uh, let's see, average finish is 12. 13 yeah. race, thirteen races, he has seven top tens and five top fives and 13 races here. Yeah. Guy's insane. Short tracks, one and a, the mile and a half and the mile, he's pretty good at them. And because uh, uh, when you're when you're looking at their average, which which do you use for their average finish? Um, I use racing reference. Oh, okay. That, that's exactly what I use, and I use it for tracks. I just look at the tracks. 
So that's cool. Yep. I'll have to look at those. I never look at the averages. That's a pretty good thing to do. But I usually look at the track and look at each of the several races before that when we're talking about it. But yeah, you you were right, man. It, he you text and said anybody got him, he's fast. And that was at the beginning of the race, and he just dominated it. Took over, didn't look back. Yeah, that was one of those. That was one of those I look back on and I was like, I fell into the I fell into the Joey Logano trap again because Larson was I, I wanted to take him last week and I was like, no, going to save him for the dirt race. But I have a feeling that Same. I just don't know what it is. I just, everyone's going to pick him that week because of that. There's three guys who race well on dirt, but none of them have ever raced a sprint car on dirt. So we can say all we want. It don't matter. It's, this is a whole different ball game. This isn't a, this isn't a midget. This isn't a quarter. This isn't, you know, anything else that they race on the dirt, man. This is, this is a stock car. So yeah, but it's they're going to have the know, experience, it, but it's hard. It's, it's going to be hard to pick against them. It is. And like you said, it is because, you know, Larson's good in a stock car and he dominated dirt in anything. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, there's no other, but like you said, all five of us might end up taking Larson that week. Who cares? But that's, I mean, it's Bristol. It's a dirt track. It's a stock car. I mean, I, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what to expect. Yeah, I could see, I could see eight cars finishing the race because everyone else wrecks like immediately. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. It'll be good. Yeah. Um, but to get back to the standings, you still kept your streak, man. Four, four races, four top tens. Pretty damn good. Six, seven, five, nine. You got to get an eight in there now. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to look for an straight. eight here for the straight. Um, <laughs> if I do that, I'm going to have to go to the casino. Um, but the one who I think could be, you know, eighth this week. And, um, you know, one of those that I don't really want to use this early, but I think I'm going to, he seems like he's kind of, I don't know what it is. He's been okay, but his cars get stronger as they go. And that's going to be uh, dubs favorite Kyle Bush. Nice dubs favorite Kyle Bush. I like Kyle this week. That's a good pick. I was actually called Kyle Bush this week. Why? Someone, someone at work found his interview last year, I think, when he, uh, I think when he wrecked or something, he was all, or maybe he didn't win and he got all pissed off. And he's like, they're asking him all these questions. Like, I'm just here so I don't get fined. I don't care. No, I don't care. And then he turns to the guy and he goes, or it must have been his publicist or someone. He goes, they're asking me all the same fucking questions. Can I leave now? <laughs> I think it was last year in, in an interview, and I can't remember when. He goes, this reminds me of you. And I was like, I thanks. I guess that's a compliment. Mm-hmm. So, no, that's how you wrap this shit up. Are we done now? You know, that, yep. that could be you. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Okay. Yep. Great. Sure. Uh-huh. Yep. Okay. Cool. That's me. Well, me and Dub and so Dub's actually second. He's so f- total points. You're at 27. You're 21 ahead a second, which is Dub, which is crazy. 21 ahead already. You're 23 ahead of me, and 24 ahead of Parrot. So me, Parrot, and uh, and Dub are very close, but we're still behind you, trailing you. It takes one race, though, as you know. Yeah, we're way early on too. So. Dub is taking Alex Bowman this week. Hendrick, so looking for this would be three in a row for Hendrick, wouldn't it be? Uh, yeah. Byron. Yeah, Byron, uh, Larson, and see, but Bowman, Bowman doesn't have a great record on this track. Uh, I'm taking Joey Logano. He's one here. Joseph Logano, to be specific. <laughs> Joseph Joey Logano. And uh, uh, Parrot, because I know he's next. He's <laughs> 
he's taking Christopher Bell. He'll be back shortly. Uh, and for Cody, he's got to keep the streak alive. He had Eric Almirola, Billy Byron, Cole Custer, Dirty DiBenedetto. <laughs> Who's Easy E this week? I was going to say Easy Easy Eric Jones. Hell yeah, early Eric Jones, sir. So early Eric. <laughs> early Eric Jones. I like it. Next week he's going to have uh, F. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I don't think we can say that on air. <laughs> Yeah, I don't see anyone. I don't even. I don't even see anyone with F in their name. <laughs> I don't even see anybody. Oh man, let's see. Uh yeah. I mean, there's really there's nobody. How does no one have an F in there? How does no one have a an F in their name? That's crazy. They don't. No. We might be in some trouble next week. Oh no, we got it. You got yeah. it. Oh yeah, we gonna be all right. Well, so Kozlowski's on the poll this week. Uh, why is that? I'm kind of like I'm kind of confused how they do some of that sometimes because usually it's whoever wins. So I figured Larson would be on the poll this week. No, he's second. So they do 25% based on the finishing finishing position from the previous race, 25% based on car owner's finishing position from the previous race, 35% team owner points ranking, and 15% fastest lap from the previous race. So right. I think they take all those numbers and yeah, I think Brad, yeah, Brad finished second last week, so yeah, and now he's first, and Kyle was second, so he's second. The crazy thing is that so far we don't have any wins yet this year, so someone's got to break that this week. Well, we've had four guys win that people didn't expect quite yet. I think Larson's probably the least surprising of them. Yeah, oh, yeah, I agree. Definitely Byron, the first I mean, three. Byron, you know, I can see that. It's like Cody, it's almost Cody like was a week off of that one. <laughs> yeah, it's like working backwards when you think about it. You know, it's it, – it's, um, you know, Larson was the most probable, then Byron, then Bell, then then uh, McDowell. So this week you'll probably see somebody that you would expect, like a, a top top guy like yeah, Joey I mean, or Kyle. This this week's got to be a, a Harvick, Kyle, Joey, Brad. You know, so a big big name. I mean, even hell, even um, even Chase. So yeah, yeah. We'll have to see if any of these guys. Uh, what their real names are. Cause I'm sure somebody's using a middle name, you know, I mean like look at Dale Earnhardt, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Ralph, Ralph Dale Earnhardt. So one of these, one of these guys got to be using a name. That's uh that's a middle name or something. We're going to find out. Going to learn today. Going to learn today. Uh, did we get a, did we just get a message? Yeah. They're, it looks like um, Mr. Uh, Mr. Hefner is trying to get us to use our <laughs> golf expertise to win some FanDuel money. So we should just tell him all of them because you had what, Tommy, right? I gave him Tommy. What else do we have? Go back I to the golf one. I have Fee now. I just put that in there. I don't know if all of them are going to fit is the problem. <laughs> I don't think that we're all top, They're all top guys. So hey, you never know. Well, nah, <laughs> yeah, they, they won't. Yeah. I'll put Spieth in there. I'm out on Thomas and DJ, so we'll have to give them three more. We'll see if they can figure it out. See what they can do. 
on the show. The uh, all right, so on to what happened this week in sports. So let's talk about the UFC card last weekend. Did you watch it? Yeah. You? Um, I mean, oh, uh, Peter Yan made a terrible mistake, or he would still be champion. Oh God, dude! It sucked for him. I mean, and he knew what he did. I just don't think he realized that his stuff. It's not. I don't. And some in his corner said, "Hit him, didn't they?" Yeah, Isn't there was. They yeah, there was no malicious intent for him to get hurt. He wasn't trying to hurt the dude. Like you're winning the fight, you're about to retain your belt. He's not. You know, he's not trying to hurt the dude. It was. It was an honest mistake. Sterling was cool about it. I mean, he's going to give him a rematch, as he should, because he was going to lose. Yeah, he was about to throw the belt down. He's like, no, he did take it off. It is what, like you said, it is what it is. It sucks, but, you know, that's how. I hate those rules, though. That's where I think that it should be like WWE. You get disqualified, but I understand why. they Because if you got DQ, oh, yeah, I'm going to keep my belt with a DQ. Yeah, I mean. (laughs) (laughs) get a heel in UFC that's what I'm saying for the well there are heels in UFC is the thing but I mean yeah based off of that is it's a better damn story than most pro wrestling but like Mm -hmm. with with that I don't even think that was the most fucked up thing what about that did you watch uh, any of the prelims no, I missed um, the Yeah, I watched some. I missed the first two, I think. Oh, so you didn't see that first one with Kai Kara France. That was Yeah, no, I saw that. Oh, no, I thought you were talking I mean, about that the whole was, thing. Oh, yeah. That was fucked up. Like yeah, that dude should have been choked out three times. Yeah, Kai Kara France should have been choked out several times, gets up, and then goes and is beating the guy and the ref steps in. And then he threw, what what was it? Uh uh Bontorin had th- like through his Threw his fucking mouth guard at him because he was getting his ass handed to him. Yeah. He would. <laughs> well, he was. I mean, it wasn't. I mean, this is the thing though: is that that was all Herb Dean's fault. One hundred percent Herb Dean's fault. Herb Dean does what Herb Dean does best, and totally didn't stop the fight. He didn't wave his hand, so everything that happened, like he got him, like it, it looked to be a knockout. Herb Dean, you know, he he did the walk off. Herb Dean comes over and like goes to put his hand like on goes him, to put it in, but he didn't. No one yeah. knows if he touched him, and he never stopped it. So Kaiser France thought it was done and ran away, yeah, so and then he, he comes back. back yeah, like, so he came back over to knock his ass out. That's that's his job. That's your job as a fighter. Yeah, because they told him they're like he didn't call it, so he turned around, and that's why the uh, Bontorin got pissed. You know, and threw mm-hmm. his threw his mouth guard because he thought he was trying to come back, and and he didn't know probably until the end, and then realized like, oh fuck. But uh, I was. I was four for four on the card until the main, but we'll talk about Nunez and Megan Anderson. Dude, (laughs) she fucking whooped her ass. Megan shouldn't have been there. No, she shouldn't have. She wasn't even ranked. Amanda Nunes is the absolute goat of women fighting. Like, there's no – that's not even – there's no opinion to that. That is 100% legit. Like, she she is. Exactly. I mean, she's she's beat everybody. She beat everybody. I mean, male or female, she's the best fighter USC's ever had. Here's a, here's a little trivia question. Do you know who her first win on her win streak is? First, The first lady she beat to start this win streak she's on right now? Ronda, Holly Holm. Uh, before UFC. Before UFC. Oh, did she beat up Cyborg? Is she, oh, no, 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 no. Kat Zingano. No, that's who beat her. Uh, hold on. Let me think about it. She, does she have... Oh no! It's the chick from uh, WWE. Um, Dana Baszler. Uh, thank you. 
Yep. Shayna Baszler is the first chick that she beat on this current <laughs> win streak that she's on right now. That was on like a fight night, wasn't it? It was UFC, but it was like a fight night. I couldn't be remember if it was, or if it was like right before the UFC career, but Hold yeah. Hold on, let me. I'm gonna go look. She went from the octagon to the square circle. She beat her yep. ass that bad. It was it was Shayna at a fight. It was Shayna at a fight night. It wasn't okay. So it was UFC. Okay. She beat her by leg kick. Yeah, she beat her ass so bad. Put her in WWE. Uh, but the fight before, okay, so she lost to Gadzangano right before that. That was her last loss, which was in 2014. Mm-hmm. Seven years. Seven-year win streak. It's impressive. Man. Real. And she, she got a baby off. now. But here's yeah. the thing about her. like so, we know, She had a what? So she had a baby now, too, so you already know. She, she was oh, yeah, not, she, her, well, she her, is not her taking girlfriend, L. Her girlfriend or wife had the baby. Yeah, she she did not have her baby. <laughs> Whatever she got a baby, she ain't taking no L's in front of her child. I'm telling you that right now. That's what I said. Oh, I was did like, you see like Megan all like, oh yeah, they're all like hugging the baby. I'm like, yeah, UFC, the family family friendly sport. Yeah, class, yeah. and then hug the kids. Yeah, what do they say? Oh, she's six foot, so she's gonna give noons a, a you know a, a chance. I'm like, what? No, she sucks. But she's this like eleven and six, like she was no good. <laughs> like you said, so. The crazy thing about her is like she just she dominates and she can win any which way. She she's won by decision, she's won by knockout, she's won by submission. She can do them all. Yeah, and then and then obviously the last fight, you know, Izzy and Izzy and Jan. Um I mean, Jan had that the first three rounds. Or Izzy had it the first three rounds. Yeah, I don't think he did. Well, it was like I two to one. I think it was two to one. Like close. Yeah. Not like it was close. He got, uh, I mean, he got manhandled, and that's what happens when you go, you go up weight up classes. Class. Don't go up and weight classes. Jan did exactly what he needed to do to win that fight. Finally, fourth he and kept, fifth round, it took it, but he got it in the championship. He round. kept him in range, though. I mean, yeah, he, he did. He kept him in range of what he needed to do, and now everyone's got the blueprint on how to be Izzy. No matter if you're big or small, it's going to be get in close, quick, and then take him down, and lay on him because he couldn't do anything. He couldn't no. do a damn thing. And that's what they said. You know, he came in first off. He came in five pounds under the weight. And, you know, Jan had to get to 205 and then guarantee he put on 10, 15 pounds. And oh, they said he was easily 220 plus. Easily. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm like. And that blows me away because, you know, they got to cut. And I was explaining that. And me and Bear were talking or me and uh, Brandon were talking about it, that, you know, they cut weight. They're just drain all the water out of their system. You know, your body's what? 80 percent water. And uh, then you just get a shitload back in and just put that weight back on in a day. He can do that. I mean, Izzy had to fight to get to 200. I know. It was like, like, why? And then John Jones afterwards is like, yeah. He goes, this dude was going to challenge me? John Jones would have absolutely. Oh, John Jones would. He would have mauled him. Kill him. The, uh, but what Jones and is why do you and why do you think John Jones doesn't want to go to heavyweight? You see why right there. That exact reason John Jones is smarter than people think. Not outside of the ring, but for his career inside of the ring, he knows what he's doing. I thought he was going to fight the winner though, a Stipe and uh, and, and <laughs> he might not after what they just saw. Yeah, after what he saw, yeah. he's going to be like, no, I'm not going to get destroyed. Well, we're going to cover that that fight in a couple of weeks because UFC 260 is going to be two on weeks. the two weeks, two weeks yeah. from Saturday. Looking forward to that. That'll be a good one. I'm not because I think Stipe is going to get his head knocked off, and I'm not ready to see it. But and that's what you kept saying, and I hate that you're probably right, and that scares me. He just, <laughs> it's just you've seen it in the last couple fights. He's been close, but I don't know, man. But he he's just that dude too that comes out of nowhere, and 
it, it, he just makes it happen. So you never know, man. I mean, the last couple, the last couple fights have been, you know, rather large upsets. Jan was a big upset. Um, Derek Lewis, Derek Lewis winning was a big upset. Um, you know, there's, like you said, there's, there's been a couple here lately, so you never know. Can't count them out. That's why it's a fight. It'll be pretty interesting once we get to it. I mean, it's going to be, going to be, it's going to be fun. And we've got, um, I know 261, they got some things ready for that one, which is in April, but we'll see how that goes when we get to it. Oh, all right. Big news, uh, NFL wise, the DAC deal. Finally, Beautiful. finally done. I don't have to listen to an off season about trades and franchise tags and when are they going to sign Dak and blah, 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 blah. It's nice. It's nice for once. Now I feel like, uh, feel like a fan of the Patriots over the last 20 years or the Packers or something. You don't have to worry about that crap. Yeah. We just got to hope they do something. Cap hit this year. What's that? Said and they're not taking a huge step. Oh no! Yeah, twenty-two million this year. That's it. And they just got um, what then? What then? If I'll just go to one hundred eighty-two. One hundred eighty-two. Yep. Right. So they got that because they're already under. They just restructured three offensive linemen's contracts, and they got four compensation picks. So they're going to be. Um, they got to make a good draft. That's the big thing now, and that's happening. That can be the focus. There's no more. There's no more Dak. Is he going to sign distraction and all this crap? Now you can let all these people talk about if he's good enough to win a Super Bowl, blah, 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 whatever. For Dallas, it's all about it's time, it's time to draft. And you gotta you gotta get a good draft and you gotta build, you gotta build that offensive line and you gotta build defense. And that's how they're gonna do it. We'll see what happens. Just, or they'll take Kyle Pitts and I'll throw my laptop across the room. Well, they they better get uh Somebody like Farley. Yeah, I mean, if they go Sertan Farley, unless the only way I say they don't take him is if um, Penny Seawal, Seal, whatever, the dude from Oregon, the offensive tackle drops there. Yeah. I don't think he will. I think the Bengals are going to take him if they, which they should. They're smart. They'll take him to protect Burrow. But if he happened to drop there, that would be the only one, only person that I would take over them. But getting those four extra picks now gives them ability to, potentially trade up. So, I mean, that's four picks you didn't think you were getting. So, I will yeah. make this statement right now. If Cincy does not draft O-lineman in this draft, I will not watch one game all year. I don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he'll be calling us in September. Hey, you want to go to the Bengals game? Yeah. <laughs> Bengals are on TV. Like, no, they didn't, they didn't draft the offensive lineman. They drafted Devonta Smith. Sorry. You're not allowed to watch. I'll personally call Paul Brown himself and tell him that you're not allowed to watch. This is my take on it, though. You have a franchise quarterback who has the potential to take you great places. If you're not going to protect the fucking dude, just trade him. Get rid of him. You know? Like, protect him. Or do what the Lions do and just draft another wide receiver. We need an offensive lineman. Yeah, give me Charles Rogers. Oh God! So I don't know if you saw that the uh, for the tournament, the committee did say that you have to have a minimum of five players. That's it. The guys to be on the floor to be in the tournament. I know it's awesome. 
<laughs> you just no games enough. are going to be canceled because of COVID. It's going to be great. You just got to have a team to field a team. So bad, dude. I can't wait. I can't wait till uh, number one seed Gonzaga um, loses sixteen seed because they can't dress a full uh, dress a full team or something. Oh, it's gonna be fucking great! I can't wait for that. It's gonna be weird because I don't know if you looked at the schedule. So the, the the first two is on Thursday, then it's Friday, Saturday, then Sunday, Monday. Like it's all jacked up. I don't know why they did it that way. I don't like it. Well, say it again. It's say the days again. So when it starts next week, the first two, the first two, the playing, like the playing games, games? Thursday, then Friday, they have the first 16 Saturday. The next 16 is the first round. And then Sunday they have eight and then Monday they have eight. So the they just moved it back. They moved that back. Well, they moved the plan back two back days day. and then everything else back a day. That's yeah, weird. It's, yeah. It's stupid. I don't want that. I don't. Yeah. I'm, that means I have to I'm be at trying work to trying to watch it. No, I'm Especially not. if Ohio State plays, I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah, if they make it on, make it through. Well, yeah, I, mean, I know they, old they should make it through at least to the second round. Old Sparty coming through now, you know, <laughs> beat three top five teams, and then they'll lose to you know whoever's got three wins in the Big Ten in the tournament here. Well, we'll see. They're playing. They're playing well now, but who who the fuck knows? Yeah, Big Ten is gonna have eight Big, nine teams in. Oh God, Good. dude, that's insane for them. I should at least. We hope, Parrot. Uh, I hope for your sake that your team drafts alignment so that you can watch them play. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So uh, well, I'll start with you. You were going on your rant. You know, we got our we got our moments in time here. So, Parrot, if you want your three minutes of fame, go ahead. Man. All right. Well, I don't know. Did you guys see the whole like Miles Leonard thing? Nope. Yes. With Miami. Sounds like he did. I did. So I don't know if that happened and, you know, he's taken all a lot of criticism and stuff for it. And I saw uh, Julian Edelman just, you know, wrote something, you know, about, I sent it to you, uh, Gary. As he should but, take criticism for it. Yeah, he should. He he was in wrong. Um, I don't know. I gotta look into that a little bit more. That's more like a rant for next week. But I gotta. My rant for this week will just be about. It'll be about football, and it'll be about if Cincinnati not draft one to two, maybe three linemen in this draft, or trade for a couple, which they need to do to protect Joe Burrow so he doesn't get hurt. Like I said, if they do not do that, I will not watch one Bengals game all year, and I will hold myself to that. They have so much potential on that freezing takes exposed right there, dude. They have so much potential on that team if they put a few more pieces together. It just pains me. It's like, is this what being a Browns fan was for the last ten years? I don't know. There's no Browns fans out here. I'm not a Browns fan. I don't care. Right. I didn't say I enjoy uh, being above mediocre. So (laughs) he's happy. He's just happy that they got rid of Jared Goff. Right. (laughs) I mean, mean, they say women that never want to ring date Browns fans. So (laughs) it's true. Uh, So damn true. 
Oh, you know, when I was on my way home, there was Rossford, Perrysburg, State Highway Patrol, BG, and another police department at the gas station uh, right off 75. And uh, they had all the windows busted out. So I think there was a car chase or something that ended at the gas station. That's cool. Was he, was he by chance going to be a lineman for the Cincinnati Bengals? Probably not <laughs> anymore, though. Nah, that's all good. All right, Cody, what you got, man? Uh, you know what? Kind of a continuation on last week with the uh, the dirty old men in uh, college football, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Um, and I don't know what's worse, the fact that Les Miles was that dirty of an old man or the fact that, you know, the university protected this guy for as long as they did. Because, I mean, it, it was crazy. I mean, it, had, it got to a point to where they said, you cannot be alone with any female whatsoever on campus. I mean, like, how bad is that? That you can't be alone with any female on campus. And then the fact that LSU kept it a secret, not only for, you know, the two years after they told him, you know, don't be alone with any females. And then for another, um, what, three, four years after that? I mean, this stuff, they, what, unsealed it in 2018 or something like that? Like, this is insane. And then he proceeded to get another job after getting fired from LSU at Kansas. Like, this is like this is terrible, man. Like, no, nobody is safe, man. You, you can't, uh, you know, like, obviously you can't be safe whatsoever in football. You're going to get ran half to death. Or if you're a female, you might get groped in a corner, you know, or get fired because – they, they say, you know, you at 25 are too old to be a secretary in the office or um, as a, what Les Miles say, that um, he wanted blondes with big boobs in his office to attract recruits. Like, dude, this shit is starting to get out of hand, man. Like, you know, we as men, man, we need to get our shit together, dude. And, uh, you know, make this workplace just, Remotely bearable for people. Says the you know, guy that's talking about his four women he got from uh, Connell Barrett at datingtransformation.com. I ain't groping them in a corner. <laughs> he got them fair and square. Yeah. I, say, I got he read them fair the square. Yeah. He read the book. He wasn't trying to recruit. <laughs> the book helped him. It was legit. Right. I say, this is all legit right here. <laughs> they all signed paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> They signed non-compete clauses and shit. Yeah, they got yeah, no compete, non-compete clauses, uh, non-disclosure agreements, the whole nine. You ain't playing. Hell no. Nah. Beautiful. Uh, well, Bear, I'll 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 go and then I'll let you uh, you kind of wrap it up. The uh, unless you want to go first, I'll give you that. Right. So um, I know that. Barry, you kind of shared it with us and I kind of wanted to cover it because it's a big thing and, you know, it doesn't usually get a lot of coverage at all anyway, but the NHL uh, coming back to ESPN 2021, 2022 season, seven year deal 
that's a big thing uh, to get back on ESPN. I mean, I'm kind of sick of them getting pushed off to the USA network and some other shit like WWE. So we'll be fun. Uh, hopefully get the coverage. Maybe this will give them more coverage now on ESPN sports center. That would be great. Cause usually they don't get shit on sports center and uh, what's going to happen is so they're going to have 25 regular season games on ESPN or ABC early round playoff series and one conference final each year four Stanley cup final series on ABC and a thousand games per season streaming on ESPN plus uh, ESPN plus plus and Hulu will be the home to 75 ESPN produced exclusive telecast per season. So that's pretty cool. Um, I'm glad to see that deal that they got with ESPN. So happy we're going to see that for seven years last time they were there was uh the network became they were the home from 92 to 2004 so it's been at this point it'll be 18 years since they were on espn and uh, it'll be nice to have them back there so i'm grateful to see that we're going to get espn doing something for nhl again and again i hope they get more on sports center instead of the 35 seconds they get each night now yeah, they uh, they need to make sure they hire Gary Thorne back too. Yeah, if you've never heard him call hockey, look up some of his stuff. Top notch. Gary Thorne is great. Do you like? Uh, well, we know um, Doc Emmerich retired, but because uh, where is Barry Melrose still around? I know he kind of does. He's with, he's with ESPN, so he's he? the only. Oh, yeah, he's, they give him the five minute hockey segment every night, and that's it. That's true. Good point. So he's there. So that'd be nice. Yeah. They really don't have anybody else to uh, really don't have anybody else to push that right now. So we're going to have to definitely hire some people. When did that start? Did it say 2021, 2022? Okay. So next season. Yep. Well, yeah. So this upcoming season, actually. The upcoming season. Yep. You're absolutely right. Okay. Well, good for them. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a good thing. Um, my, mine will be short and sweet because we kind of already covered it. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's all about Dak, man. Dude deserved it. He finally got what he uh, got, what he deserved, got what he has coming. Um, they showed the quarterbacks under Jerry's regime, you know, since he's taken over. And it was Troy Aikman for eight years. Then it was Quincy Carter for two, Vinny Testaverde and Drew Bledsoe, followed up by Tony Romo. And now Dak Prescott is the only starters of the Dallas Cowboys since 1989, um, you know, to start a season. Not obviously we know Andy Dalton started games this year. I'm saying the franchise quarterback to start a season. So it's, it's good that he didn't want to go back and fall into all these trade rumors with Russell Wilson and try to get a quarterback who is already beaten up, um, you know, says he can play till 45, but we all know that ain't going to happen. Um, just to trade away half the team to get him and maybe, maybe go nine and seven. So Dak definitely deserves it. The dude's a winner. Um, and I'm happy it came off of, you know, this whole broken ankle thing and they didn't try to push him to the curb. I mean, the dude left it all out there for him, had an unfortunate injury, and I was happy to not see them go away or tag him again and have to deal with all that stuff. $75 million guaranteed this year. Um, so if you don't think that's well-deserved for him, it's too bad. Um, you know, you, if you don't know his backstory, go look it up. His mom died when he was young. His brother died. All he's got is, his, I think he has just one other brother now. Other brother. Um, and that's his family. He gives a lot back to the community, gives a lot back, um, always has, but you know, he, he gives a lot back to the Dallas community now that he's in. And I don't think they ever want to see him go. And you could, 
you could certainly tell that, um, you know, the emotion and everything with him, he was very happy to, uh, to have that. And people think, ah, he's greedy. He's now, he don't need all that. It's all, all about the money. Well, not, that's not, that's not all the case all the time. And people need to understand that, you know, they want to go and watch people get entertained, but these people, these guys, I shouldn't say people, these guys, you know, are, are people just like us and put their, put their bodies and put everything through and dedicate way more time than we do to their craft to one be want to be the best at what they do and the top sport in the world, by the way, which is the NFL, which is football. It's not soccer. It is football F O O T not F U T. Um, you know, the top money making grab in the world right there just to entertain, you know, a hundred thousand people sitting in a stadium and another and millions sitting at home, you know? So before you sit there and think about that, all that money, you know, we give is, is for them to do that. But, but back to it, you know, I'm, I'm happy to see that happen, obviously as a Cowboys fan, but even if not, you know, there's, there's people you see out there who did get contracts that you feel that they deserve, whether they're on your favorite team or not. I would think that most people besides the Cowboys haters, um, you know, would, would are happy to see Dak get that money and uh, just happy to have that. It's well-deserved. And probably the best part of that is Cody Bryant was wrong and he won't get traded. So that may, that may be the top. Still could happen. Now, Dak, uh, let's have a sit down here. Uh, here, uh, you, you like blue label, don't you? You know, I, you know, I enjoy a little blue, a little bit of blue label every now and then. Uh, I enjoy a little taste. Uh, but what I called you in here for, Dak, um, now, you know we love you here in Dallas. Uh, we know you like the warm weather. And, um, you know, you know, I always said you look like you could be in pictures. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you your chance to be in pictures, and I'm going to send you out to uh, what would they call it? Uh, Los Angeles. Uh, there, there's, there's a mighty fine gentleman out there that, that I think might be able to guide this team. Uh, I, you might be familiar with him. His name's Matthew. Um, you know, you, you, you're just as good as Tony. And you, now, don't get me wrong. You, you, you remind me a lot of Tony, but you just don't wear your hat backwards like that young Matthew fellow over there. So, so what we're going to do is we're going to give you a chance to, you know, we, you got your money. We, you know, and uh, 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 Stephen, Stephen made it work. So as much as we don't want to see you go, we're gonna let you. We're gonna let you spread your wings, and and we're gonna let you fly, let you grow. And we feel that that growth is is gonna be the best for you uh, uh, out there in, in uh, California. There. So um, you know, best wishes to you. Um, but uh, you know, good luck, and uh, we're gonna welcome we're gonna welcome Matthew here with uh, with open arms. But we will miss you. You know, just uh, just give us a couple years, and and you know we'll put you in the ring of honor, and uh, you know, right next to Matthew when see what's all said and done. And uh, you know, it's just I tell you that boy, he sure can sling it though. I tell you, he can sling. Uh, so, you know, we finally got a way to make it work and, uh, we, we gonna, we gonna send you out to LA. All right. All right. All right. 
Thank you, Cowboy Cody. That would be great. At least, uh, at least, at least Jerry didn't pick up his whole team and move him to a different city. <laughs> oh goddamn! Cowboy Cody in the house. You go hit was the twenty two million dollar cap hit this year. I mean the red. They, oh man. It ain't shit. Match up. <laughs> yeah, it ain't the, it ain't shit this year. Next year though is thirty three million, then forty four, <laughs> then forty seven, and then it could be fifty three, uh, but it's avoidable year. So, be interesting. I mean, the money matches up, so you know, I'm just just saying. There's still mm. a lot of time before the season starts. Yeah. Um. I don't know if you guys are watching AEW, but old uh, old Don Clay just sixty nine with Kenny Omega for a second, and that was weird. Like I couldn't even what get away from that. He's sixty nine with Kenny Omega. Stop. No, they were Eddie Kingston's in the ring. They were imitating him and Moxley, but they put the clock down. So Don, old Don Clay went and laid on him and straight up sixty nine him. That was weird. Uh, uh, I don't even know. Like, I was watching NXT, but... No, I can't. I, I'm done. I can't even watch this. Yeah, why? <laughs> I, I'm so confused as, excuse me, as to why you are watching that. Other than, well, because I taped the South Park special, so... Oh, yeah, that's uh, that's tonight, isn't it? Yeah. Well, that's it. Well, it'll be on HBO Max tomorrow, so I'll be all right. That'll be good. I'll catch it on H- the HBO Max tomorrow. Looking forward to that. All right. So in uh, several years ago, looks like 38 years ago, men's figure skating championship in Helsinki was won by Scott Hamilton. So we're going in a little bit of a different direction this week. Just give a quick shout out and coverage to uh, old Scott Hamilton, born in Toledo, Ohio, uh, 62 years old now. Guess his height. 5'3". 4'9". Parrot. Five three and four nine. Well, Parrot's on mute, so five foot four. Five four is correct. But um so he was because he went to what he was raised in bowling green. I knew that. Did he go to bowling? Yeah, he went to bowling green, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yep. He was Scott a Falcon. Had- He was a Falcon. So I knew that, um, you know, back in the 70s, so he had in Helsinki, like we said, dude, he just dominated. Winter Olympics, uh, he was first in 84. And then the World Championships, he was first in 80, 81, 82, 83, 84. In Skate America, and then in 79, 80, or 79, 81, 82, he was first. Skate Canada, he was first in 80. An NHK trophy was first. U.S. Championship, so the Nationals, U.S. Championship, he was from 77 to 84. He was third, fourth, third, first, 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 first. Yeah. uh, That's kind of nuts. I don't know. I, you know, I, I wasn't much into figure skating. My grandma had always talked about him. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I, I didn't give a shit about figure skating. That wasn't my thing. But um, I know just from listening to that, and then I know how big, you know, Bowling Green people were on him too, that since he was from Bowling Green, that he was no joke. He was legit. Mm-hmm. Probably one of the 
best male figure skaters ever. And he didn't even begin till he was 13. That's what's crazier. Okay. Caught on. The legend. Yeah, yeah and he always did. I think he always did some of the – he was on NBC, I think, wasn't he? He did the Olympic broadcast, if I recall. I want to say he did. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, that was the only, only time I think I'd ever watch it. But He was the host of – there was a television program, Skating with Celebrities. He serves on the board of directors for Special Olympics International. Good for him. Doing something purposeful. Especially that means a lot for the uh, the work that uh, my company does. So that's pretty cool. And yeah. then, um, yeah, he's a good guy. He voiced the dog dancing commentator on the King of the Hill episode, Dances with Dogs. He... <laughs> now that now that is a wild trivia question. Has, has that, that Hamilton ever been on King of the Hill? I'm pretty sure 98% of people would say, nah. Yeah, yeah. Ham- Hamilton voiced a dog dancing competition on what show? That's <laughs> awesome. That's fantastic. And then uh, he was on a an episode of want to bet where he finished second losing to bill Engvall. Uh, he was on celebrity apprentice in 2009. <laughs> I, I do remember that. I do remember that. He made a small appearance on Roseanne as himself, par- uh, participating in mock uh, skating competition credit sequence. He also made a brief appearance in blades of glory. Mm-hmm. Classy. As you can see, uh, Will Farrell. Behind here, got the old sign from Parrot himself. Oats and Hose 2020. Did he freeze out on us again? Hell yeah, he did. Ever yeah, since he, he made did. comment on my internet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know that's happened to you. Like God struck lightning down on you, Parrot. Not frozen. I just wasn't moving. I'm reading. No, you were actually frozen. <laughs> oh. Now you're back. <laughs> I like that. I was reading. No, you. Were, we could tell if you're frozen or not. Yeah, no. Now you're good. You're glitching here and there, but you're good. Uh, and then Scott Hamilton in 2010, Scott Hamilton returned to the ice premiered on the bio channel, two hour television special uh, chronicled his return to skating after battling cancer. So that's another thing that people don't talk about. You know, the guy battled cancer, went through some crazy ass shit, man. He, uh, he had cancer in 1997, and he had, then he had a benign brain tumor. Mm-hmm. They had brain surgery in 2010 because of that benign tumor discovered in 2004. Jesus. He was in the hospital again, though. During the removal of the tumor, tumor an artery in the brain was nicked. Jesus. The, oh, bleeding, the bleeding stopped, but an aneurysm formed days later. And then in 16, he had received his third brain tumor diagnosis. 17, he said the tumor had shrunk without chemo. This guy's gone through a lot. And he's still with him. Tell it all. I almost died, but I'm still here. Yep. And here, here's a big thing. This, this just kind of tells you about this guy. We talked about the Special Olympic thing. So he has Scott Hamilton Cares Foundation to assist with cancer patient support. That's huge. Longtime volunteer with Special Olympics. And he's, on, he's the global ambassador. And he's on the board of directors. He's helped benefit St. Jude's Children's Hospital, multiple Maloma uh, Research Foundation. He's an honorary board member. And then in 1990, this is actually a good one too, Make-A-Wish Foundation honored its 10th birthday, and he was recognized as the foundation's first ever Celebrity Wish Granter of the Year. Nice. So, mind you, a lot of John Cena. We can 
we can kind of go on that. That's pretty awesome. So um, last week, Bear, can you rewind us to trivia on what it was before you were here? Yes. So last week. Yep, go ahead. Um, Montes T. Baggin was at four, 44. 41 myself at 54 parrot at 15 peapot at eight Wes anderson with two all right so i'm going to give you the questions that we had last week and then i will tell you how many points we got and we can go from there Work okay. for you yeah all right so we're looking at last week so the first question of last week uh this week on Greeny's shows so last week they're having the best broadcasters of all time had Vern Lundquist, Bob Costas, Al Michaels. A cool stat they read off was Al Michaels is called the second most Super Bowls of any broadcaster. Who is number one on the list? Worth three points. Mm. Second most Super Bowls. Um... feel like the obvious everyone want to push to is John Madden, but there's no way. Um, I'm going to have to go with uh, Pat Summerall. You are correct, sir. So give yourself, me, and Cody three points. All right. So this next one from wrestling, there was a little bit of debate here, <laughs> which if you get either one, I will give it to you. You have to, of course, we always talk about specifics. Oh, so you got to be specific. All right. For three points, what is the highest grossing film The Rock has been in throughout his career, not counting cameos? Oof. And you got to be specific. <laughs> we still gave it to you. I know. Um, I would have to say the Scorpion King. Uh, it's incorrect, sir. So, um, <laughs> so he comes back. Parrot said, uh, Jumanji, welcome to the jungle, which, you know, is what uh, he said was right. I said Furious 7, and I called Jeremy out. I said, you're wrong, because Furious 7 made a, a ridiculous amount of money because Paul Walker died. And uh, so he said, Jumanji, welcome to the jungle. And I said, I'm going to contest this because he said, surprisingly, over the Fast and Furious films, that's all I got. And I said, what about Furious 7, 1.5 billion? He said, oh, Lord, totally screwed up. Been a long week. It was supposed to not counting the trillion Fast and Furious movies, which is the highest. Botchamania moment. So you give me three for that and you give Parrot nine because he did give him Jumanji. He said, I said, it's your call. I said, give it to Parrot, because that's what it was supposed to be. I said, fine. All right. All right. So what does that put us at going into this week, sir? All right. So that puts you at 50. That puts Cody at 44. That puts myself at 57. It puts Parrot at 23. Awesome. I will share the screen. Get the old chat box ready.
Are you able to share your screen? Always shared. So we're going to have something we need to see, it looks like. By the way, I just want to mention, Jeremy, we had this uh, video showed on at work. He did a freaking amazing video. Hysterical, funny, serious, and just tied everything together. He starred in it, directed all this thing, man. He edited it. It was it was awesome. So, Jeremy, I'm, I'm going to throw – I threw it to him today at work. You know, I, I sent him some messages. I'm going to throw it to him on here, man. It was freaking awesome. And the funniest damn segment I've ever seen in my life. I'll talk about that. I'll let, wait until people see it because I know we got people at work that listen to the show. All right. Return of Wipeout. Reminder how this works. We have 15 answers on the board, but only 10 are correct. I will ask the question, and you will go around giving your answers. The first correct answer is worth one point. The second, second in a row is worth two, and so on. Keep track of the points as you go. A wrong answer is a wipeout, and you'll lose all points you have accumulated up to that point. But you are not out of the game. The next person then guesses the point starts at one. You remember how this works, right, Bear? Because you're the one keeping the score. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. The question is, name the NBA players who were selected to at least 14 all-star appearances. Here is the list of people to choose from. So, Parrot, you would go first. Duncan. Timmer. Correct. Oh, you're putting it there. Players out. Thank you, Parrot, for doing that. Um, Cody. Kobe. Ryan, slam dunk giant. Try to play the cold, son. Don't try it. I don't know what else you said. Kobe. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Kobe went to a shitload. I mean, uh, it was either it was either the Sprite commercial. I was gonna do his uh his one single that came out and. He don't even want nobody to hear that that shit again. So what? Parrot got one. Cody got two. Is that how this works? Um, I think so. Yeah. So this is for three. Uh, cream. Correct. On to Barrington Bear for four. Making sure we keep points updated. Um, we're going to go with LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron. Correct for four on to parrot for five additional for him. Um, yeah, this is probably wrong. Give me Dirk. Dirk, oh, dork, Dirk. <laughs> Correct.
On to Cody for six. Six. Shit. Six for Shaquille O'Neal. Shaq. Or Shaw. Shaq. Shaq. Shaq Diesel. How many did he say? How many we got to get? Ten. No, no, no. How many All-Stars? Fourteen. Fourteen. We're doing pretty good. One, two, three, four, five, six. Shit. Um... You know, me and you get screwed, Bear, if nobody misses any. Because <laughs> we don't get those last two. Uh, give me MJ, man. I'm going to go with MJ. So, Bear for eight? Mm-hmm. Damn. Can you scroll back up a little bit? Yes, sir. Man, they even have all star games back when Wilt played. <laughs> I'm gonna go with well, I'm gonna go with the mailman. I like that one. Why would Jeremy not throw him in there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Jesus. Eight. All right, two more. Back to you, Parrot. I'll scroll up. All right. Um, um give me. Um. Sorry. Wait, scroll back. Yep. Um. Give me a. Fuck, where to go? Give me Garnett. That's wrong, but whatever. No, uh, he he was definitely there. He was gonna be mine. He was, yeah, he was mine too. Big ticket. Really? Is that right? One more. Get it, Gauntlet Cody. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Boy, oh boy. You know. So who, who's left? Hakeem, Wade, Wade, Wade Jerry West. West, Larry the Bird, and Wilt. Right? I think yeah. so. Magic. Oh, and Magic. Magic. Shit. Uh, I'm going to go. I can eliminate three right off the get. I'm gonna go Dwayne Wade. Well, he's he was my one of my wild cards. So hopefully you help me with my process of elimination here. Uh, Thirteen. Yeah. Uh, no points for Cody. His bank right. goes to zero. Gray for one. All right, well, so, okay, who are we down to? Larry, Magic. Hakeem. Hakeem. Jerry, Jerry West. West. And Wilt. Wilt, like, I agree with you, Bear, what you said earlier. Larry, definitely a no. Magic's 
Mm. I don't feel like he played it. Larry was hurt too. I don't even know if he played 14 fucking years in the league. Seems like, you know, he was hurt. Uh, by process of elimination, I'm going to go with the old, uh, the old NBA logo. Gerald. Gerald West. I don't know about Hakeem. He's the one I don't. Oh, I'm not going to lie. That's that's going to be mine. So, all right, good. I'm happy you got it. <laughs> yeah, because then you could have lost points. Oh, shit. He didn't think we'd get KG. Well, there we go. Make sure he knows Parrot got that one right. <laughs> Oh, man, that is just perfect. I'm happy I didn't go any further. So that was big points. What did we all get on those? So uh, you got 11. Cody got a big whopping zero. I got 12 and Parrot got 15. Nice. Which got me to 69 points. So that is fantastic, actually. Uh, all right. Breaking <laughs> NBA news. Now. The Spurs are parting ways with LaMarcus Aldridge. You may have mentioned this already. We did not, but I was going to talk about it. He definitely does not fit in today's NBA anymore. And at his age, not sure if any team will be interested in him. Maybe he could provide some depth to a contender, but I doubt it. It's a shame he left Portland a while back. Would have been fun to see what they would have done with him, Lillard, and McCollum. I'm pumped up for March Madness coming up. I am still the defending champion. Have a good one. See you for us. And yes, it's true. We didn't have one last year. So it's like the golf. Are we doing that still? We're still going to do that, right? Have our March Madness show next week? We have to. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to. I'll put them- yeah, because we won't know, obviously, until then. So Tell your friends. We are doing it again. Mm-hmm. All right, so we'll have that. So, Bear, you'll set it up, right, and share it out? Yeah. I mean, there's nothing I can do until uh, right. next week. week so. All right, and um, so we'll see him for wrestling. So, as always, thanks, Jeremy. And, uh, you know, now with the shows, how we have them structured, this is really easy to uh, to take it home and get out of here. So, thanks to Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check him out on Facebook with Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Songs by Wes. Thanks to All Work Clothing, Crandall's Quality Landscaping, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com, Sparty Steve, our biggest donor. As always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Barrett flew his first eagle in this week. Congrats on that. Yeah, you still took a cart like a little girl. Walk, of course, for once in your life, you lazy turd. We're lawyers. Uh-huh.